Today is August 3rd, and the Yankees had a cat run in the outfield, and Cole got COVID. Let's talk Yanks. Today is August 3rd, and the Yankees... Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. In the corner, we have Big Baby David. And this episode is brought to you by DraftKings. And then a ton of new special patrons. Look at this. Mario. Danielle Bartolo. Wow. Mikey Shiz. David Coletta. Joseph Carasone. Dylan. Hold on. Is that a CL or a D on my... Mendelowitz, Dylan Mendelowitz, uh, Alicia Valadares Comier, mm. Jessica Caperso, Dan Caperso. Wow, the Caperso, the Capersos. Hey, oh, they're in on these Italian Yankees. Kyle Moore goes by K Moore hey, or K Mo. That's what they call Dylan Moore, Demo, and Mark. Jesus Christ, Mark. Oh, Jesus Christ. Pat, Pat Akuich? Yep. Patty Kuich. Patty Kuich. Ooh, Patty Kuich. Yeah, that's a tough one. I've decided that if I make the mistake of having the YouTube up and it echoes, uh, I'm going to start punching myself in the face. Time to take it serious. Past the point of return on that one. It's can't, can't happen. stupid. Can't fix stupid, it's, but it can't happen again. It's a big again. case of can't fix stupid. Can't happen again. Might. Can't ha- will. If it, if it happens again, sure. consequences will be severe. Okay. I'll punch myself in the face. How are you doing, Jake? James. Big baby dong. Everyone live in the chat. Everyone else listening. How you doing? How about baseball? Little sweep of the Marlins. Yanks are back. Gallo, Rizzo, these guys can't lose. <laughs> uh, we get embarrassed at the party by the Orioles last night, so that was a little punch in the mouth. Some levity with the cat. That was actually nice. Kind of needed. Uh, kind of needed in the game. And, uh, yeah, and then you get the cold news afterwards. So we are, we are back in the spin cycle of being Yankees fans this year. I'm doing all right, though. I'm doing all right. I got a coffee from Dunkin'. It's, uh, I think I ordered the butt flavor by accident. What'd you get? I think I went with, like, a toasted almond for the flavor, and uh, they accidentally put the butt sauce in. I got a smoothie the other day from a place by my new house, and it was bad. Rarely are they bad. It was really bad. Mm. So, that's good. Um... My house is getting painted. Huge. So that's news. And I was at the game yesterday. Yes. And the crowd was awesome. Yeah. And the crowd really wanted something good to happen. And nothing ever happened. <laughs> so I'm a bit upset about them. I'm uh, Yesterday on the show, I, I, I sat down. I said on this show, on this very show, on this very show, I sat down. I said, I'm going delusional mode. And then the Yankees get, like, no hit, basically, by Lopez. Who objectively is a bad pitcher in the MLB mm-hmm. in MLB. And 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 then Cole gets COVID, so he's scratched. And I got sucked right back to like rational hood. Yeah. Real, like it was like almost a lesson. Like, Jimmy, don't get delusional yet. I should have waited out the Baltimore series and, and maybe the Mariners. Because, you know, hard to be now what? Luis mm-hmm. Hill's on the mound. We'll talk about tonight's game in the pregame show a lot, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm in the flux. I'm in, I'm in the flow right now. I'm in, I'm the pendulum swinging, and it can swing so hard back the other way today. Mm. Fuck baseball, the fleeting emotions. Mm. But yeah, Lopez, what's going on? 
COVID for Cole. What's going on? Is any other team still getting COVID? I don't know. I mean, I assume the, I mean, the Nats so. had a bit, pretty big yeah. breakout. Trey Turner still hasn't debuted for the Dodgers because he okay. tested positive before. But the, this yeah, is I mean, like the, the Yankees, like... The Yankees is now, like, their third instance Like, they have a year. lot of it. Remember, like, the coaching staff and everyone early on, and, and then... Yeah. And they were one of the very first teams to get above 85%, so presumably... Not that this is a good line, but also the last like two that really jump out. I mean, Cole, Judge, Lasagna was an all-star... Labor's the starting shortstop. So, yeah, I mean, that, uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Has Hill been named the starter, or did he just get called up yet, or do we know? I haven't actually seen the tweet saying Hill was called up, but I, so many people are saying it, so I, I think I just missed it. But my site says Nestor listed as the starter tonight. So I don't know what the deal That's is. That's what I would assume because they haven't used Nestor in yeah. a Nestor, while, and he's been good. If his last start. He would have been lined up for yesterday, so he has an extra day of rest if he starts tonight. So I feel like just start him. Seems like the right solution. But, yeah, no, it, uh, in, not even 24 hours, in, in four hours, the whole, (laughs) the whole tone of everything changed. It's a big time bummer. And now I don't know what to do. Okay. Just win the next two games and I'll be back to delusional. Yeah, exactly. Tonight's actually shockingly a big game. <laughs> um, no, it, it really is. I agree like, with you. Today's but that's the how test. stupid baseball is. Today's the test because okay, and you know what, Lopez? If you didn't look at, and I'm actually going to take the blame for last night because I think some of the last thing I said in my pregame show is like, how can the Orioles still give this guy a shot? And he looked pretty good. His fastball had some serious run. Uh, I will say the part that sucked uh, at home was he threw a few of the floater sliders, backup sliders. Like, it almost, at a certain point, it looked like he was trying to throw a bad slider because it was being effective. But those were, like, crippling. Um, and then, yeah, Licky after Jolie, but whatever. You lose games in baseball. It's how the sport goes. So today's kind of a big one. Like, they need to bring it tonight. Yes, the offense does. No one has Even hit a home pitching, run. No one's hit a home bullpen. No one's hit a home run mm. in the last ten days that isn't named Anthony Rizzo. God, and they're like you know, somewhat full strength. DJ stuff is scary, and DJ Ohm is like two games away from not being able to be a leadoff hitter anymore. He is. Rizzo. I, mean, I was going to say one. Like Rizzo should Slash just tonight, like man. If, it, if they did it, I'd get it. Yes, like if it came out tonight, we'd say like. Well, I was I was saying you give him two more games against the Orioles pitching to get into a groove. But if he doesn't do anything in these two games, then for Mariners, it's Rizzo Judge one Th- two. Then it's gonna be like loud about. I mean, it's almost almost do the band aid now and hope he gets it figured out from the six hole or something. Because man, it's it is insane the difference it felt the past two seasons when DJ LeMahieu came up and there was runners on to what it feels like now. I know BBD, you tweeted it. You're praying for a non-double play. Like I was praying th- with him. There was part of me that was like hoping for a strikeout and like to how mentally far we've come, I almost sent, you know, some of our sickos in the company on a like go get a clip of Michael K calling a LeMahieu bat last year. Because with runners in scoring position, remember he was hitting like 400. So it's like, he's automatic. DJ LeMay, does it get better than this? And this year, it's just it, like... It's like if he's going to get... Cross if, your if he wasn't going to get a hit, it was like, well, it's going to be at least like a sack fly. It's going yeah, like, to be a ground ball that moves everyone else over, but they can't get a double play on it. I don't know if I've rooted for foul outs harder. Rugie playing his first ever game at third base, reared its okay. ugly head. Sure did. Pop up and then a throw. So, after Wade had looked really good at third and... Pop up was a tough play. That gets made if Odor's there. Not if, if not I mean, if Gio's there. Gio's a high-level third base. I kind of can't run either. I don't know. That was a tough play because they were shifted over. It looked at the game. It looked very. Was it ruled an error at the game? It looked very easy. I, didn't I don't s- think it was. 
I actually um, didn't see it. It was in I the air a long time. Stuff. I don't know. Watching it live. Because Gallo had no shot because he was shifted over. So I think Rugi was shifted over decently too. Yeah, Gallo had no shot. Uh, at the, I don't know. TV is different. But at the stadium, it seemed very much like a dropped ball. Yeah, on the tube, it didn't. Um, seemed like some tough positioning because I think it was a lefty. So whatever. Cat on the field I have a pretty big theory about the cat So I'm saving it because I'm making the breakdown Save, after this Yeah But um, you know People I've have, I, know, I know why the ground screw struggled, struggled to get it Wow Yeah mm. We have a sharp stat Do you want to listen to that? No errors for the Yankees last night Not even Ruggie's throw? They're saying he would have beat it out. I guess they gave him a hit. They're in good mood because Guardy's third mm-hmm. hit was also. Yeah. Speed. Speed kill. Come on, KT Sharp. What do you got? All right, Sharp Stats brought to you by DraftKings. Go to DraftKings. Go to the sportsbook. Download the sportsbook. Mm. Use code JOHNBOY when you do. Bet on the Yankees to hit the under. Mm. They've hit like every under in the last. It's been an underfest, right? Yeah, there's the Cole start where he got lit up, but every game around that. Has been under? Yeah. We are now at um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen of the last sixteen games have been the under. So there you go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code JOHNBOY when you do. And bet the Yankees to hit the under because they are on an under stretch from hell. You can also bet on any American to win a medal. And you would get, uh, if you bet $1, you get $100 in free credit. So do that first. Bet on an American to win a medal. They will because they have been already. Then you get 100 free credits of DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. And then you bet that to bet the under on the Yankees. Download the top order DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. That's code JOMBOY to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. It is Katie Sharp, the queen of stats, back. And I think it's time for some positive Sharp stats. So let's start with, obviously, the newest member of Monument Park. Yeah, that would be Anthony Rizzo. And in my opinion, I think Anthony Rizzo is one of the most underrated players um, that is in the game right now. And he provides something that the Yankees just haven't seen in a really long time. That's a player who is both above average offensively, above average defensively, and has durability. Um, so I'm just going to provide a couple stats to uh, to show this. So let's start with that durability. So since his first se- full season in 2013, he's played in 1,225 games. That's the most of any NL player. The only player in Major League Baseball that uh, has played in more games in that span since 2013 is Carlos Santana. And obviously he's played a significant number of those games at DH in the AL. Also, since 2013, there are two players that have at least 60 defensive runs saved, so averaging, you know, more than six runs, six defensive runs saved per season, and a 130 OPS plus or better. So that's 30% better than the league average offensively. Two players. One of them is Anthony Rizzo. The other is Mookie Betts. Yeah, that's pretty good company. And from since 2013, he has played in at least 140 games each season, excluding, obviously, this year, which hasn't happened, um, can't happen yet, and last year with the shortened season. So from 2013 to 2019, he played in 140 games at least in the field. That's at first base. Do you want to know the last Yankee to play 140 games at first base? That's, you know, no games, not including the games at DH or pinch hitting or whatever. The last Yankee to play 140 games at first base 
was Mark Teixeira in 2011. Yeah, I think the Yankees are going to really like this guy if he can keep doing what he's been doing. See you guys. That last stat's bizarre. And we know it, but yeah, 2011's a decade is farther and farther away. Every day it gets farther and farther away. The Yankees haven't had a first baseman play 140 games since 2011. Jesus. Like, I knew the answer was going to be Mark Teixeira, but <laughs> I figured, I figured like 2014. You got in that many. Have the, what? Which also is too long ago. But All right, hold up. Also a while back. Do you think the Yankees have had any player play at any position over 140 games the last three years? Guardy. Same position? I think he probably got years where he was solidly the left fielder. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I know what you're saying because Guardy played left field and center field. And this is was, for, this is Rizzo at first base, right? I um, will Didi. I will check. Yeah, Didi 2017 maybe. Yeah, whatever, not the years he was hurt. Glaber's 2018 maybe. Wow. Judges 2017. So, if you do just outfield, like combine the three, right? Guardy gets it in 2019. He played 140, started 131. Was was Katie Sharp doing just played? Not started. Felt like games, I but think games played. I mean Rizzo, I know is starting the and, vast, vast majority of those. In 19, the most at a single position was Giorgella with 123. So what did Glaber? Because Glaber had one forty-four games that year in twenty nineteen. Well, twenty nineteen, he played a lot. He of played a lot. Of, yeah, his DD was. Yeah, out. he played sixty-five at second base, and eight, and seventy-seven at shortstop. Have the Yankees had anyone play one hundred and forty games at one position since Mark Teixeira in two thousand eleven? <laughs> it looks looks like DD in twenty sixteen is a candidate. I'm just looking at his games played, and he never played another defensive position besides. Okay. Andujar played 136 at third base, and Didi played 132 at short in 18. And Hicks played 131 in center field. I wonder if you were to compare this, how mm. different it is. I mean, is 140 games at a single position, is like that he- odd these days? If you get an IL stint and, like, a normal amount of rest during the year, you're probably not getting there. Hmm. Yeah, one, DD one thirty five at short. And okay, here Aaron Judge in twenty seventeen, hundred and forty one games in right field, and yeah, yeah. So that's that's might be the biggest since. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know a team we often compare ourselves to the Boston Red Sox twenty nineteen. I can click some game logs, but Devers played 156, Bogats played 155 at shortstop and third base. Those are just their games. If I click in, I mean, those guys don't really shuffle positions a lot, so I'm going to assume they're there now that I'm clicking in. Yeah, in 2019, Bogarts played 153 games at shortstop. And Mook, that was a team that Mookie Betts was on, and he played a lot of games. He moves around a little bit. Um, but yeah, definitely an interesting way to look at it. I mean, a weird mix of health and okay. versatility. Trivia. Trivia. The 2016 Yankees had five position players mm. play 140 games or more at a singular position. At a single position. Five position players played 140 games. At a single position, Gio Shella just went year? to the IL. They said that they announced it. Yeah, they said they slipped it in with the Cole okay. announcement. Uh, in 2016, they can, so back, can you guys they name? Can backdate it. Too. Yeah, they can backdate it. Can you guys name the five players? Can't backdate it that much. He pinched shit a couple times in Miami. But. Um, 2016. Yes, Didi. We said Didi. I would say Starlin Castro. That's two. Didi played 153 games at short. Starlin Castro played 150 games at second base. I would say Chase Headley at third. Chase Headley played. One of played, the most beloved Yankees there is. Chase Headley played 140 played games. I love Chase Headley. Yeah. He played 140 games well, at third. Spent a lot of time arguing with Chase Headley fight, uh, haters in 2017. And then he became 
loved in 2017, and he's loved to this day by Yankees fans. Um, so that's Is three. Is Gardy year we mentioned already? Not that we mentioned already, but Gardy played 147 Gardy. in left field. So there's one eight. There's one more, and he's the second most at a single position out of the five of them. So we have or no, so we have Didi, Headley, Gardner, Starlin. Starlin. Yeah, he's the third most at a single position. Third most is it? It's not Chris Carter, is it? Right? He was on um, 2017. Um, I mean Hick. See, but he was bad Hicks, right? No, nope. I don't think his. I was just looking at him when we were before we it became a trivia session. He hasn't played 140 games in a year yet. Yeah, Hicks and Beltron were split in right field. Not so sure. It's not Beltron. Wouldn't be a catcher. Forfeit. Give up. I passed. Give up, BBD. I think so. Jacoby Ellsbury. Uh, Mr. Durability. 148 games in center field. Find him. That's the most consistent team the Yanks have fielded. Consistently something. Yeah. For sure. It's a year we look back on so fondly. Yep. Hey, they finished fourth. That wouldn't... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back to Rizzo. The amount of the defense, um, the run saved, plus the OPS plus, it was only him and Mookie Betts players that have that big of an effect on both sides of the ball. Can played 130 games that year. Got kind of close. We have seen some a couple misplays in like only four games at first, and I wonder it's just communication. We saw the pop-up. That seemed to be communication. And then the scoop on the Glaber tag at second, throw to first. Uh, he didn't come up with that. He's also come up with a bunch as well. Yeah. Four-game sample size. <laughs> You'd expect it to be nothing. Getting no tested blemishes. a little bit. Nah, I mean, it's baseball. It's it's That is baseball. You mentioned how Rugi and that pop-up last night, I mean, goes not in a record book at all. You know, a lot of small shit happens in baseball. And the Rizzo double play ball, uh, I think that, again, most first basemen, probably 28 other first basemen, that's a force out at second and not a double play. And who knows what else happens that inning, you know? One bad pitch changes the game. So, yeah, and there's the line drive that went off his glove yesterday, and that's, you know, probably a line drive that's just out of reach, but that's baseball sometimes. So, no, I mean, uh, the the defense seems fine. The stick seems fine, and, yeah, it's – yeah, I mean, you know, we, we kind of stumbled into the DJ conversation to start this episode, but – you know, Rizzo, when he slaps the ball the other way against the Florida Fish to win that third game, uh, he was batting leadoff. And that spot in the lineup came up again. And, again, I think DJ's OPS since June or July, or it's one of the nerds tweeted it out this morning, is like a 6'11". And, like, in your leadoff spot, you kind of can't have that in today's baseball. So... You know, I I think we kind of, and this sounds rude, but I think a lot got covered up on that on-base streak with, you know, a one for four or a walk or whatever it was, but DJ hasn't felt like DJ, man. No balls in the gap. No balls, like, over the second baseman. (laughs) Like, this guy used to be automatic, a barrel driving the ball somewhere and it just doesn't feel right so I'm I'm ready for it I mean I I know Rizzo uh used to lead off on occasion for for the Cubbies I don't know man yeah we'll see when I think they'll probably give him two more games but the the OPS since July is uh 587 I mean that's like his, I think his best stretch of the year, DJ, is like the month of June. I, I took out May 27th through June 30th to give mm. him an extra like three for three day, I think. And it's like batted 293 with a 768 OPS, which would have been like his worst month either of the last two years. Yeah. 694 OPS on the season. I mean, that's around Glaber territory, and we've... No, he's been awful. And the barrel was down last year, but he got 
you know, the it's so funny looking at last year because the results were so good, but the peripherals were so bad, and that's what a lot of people were saying, the dangers of signing them to a long – is like, you know, well, the results are great, but the – who knows? Could be – I get them out of the leadoff spot, but I think they give them two more days. What are they going to do with, with, with Geo off now? I mean, you can't run Odor at third if – if DJ can't play third because of his arm, you can't run Odor out there. You got to put weight out there and then just pinch hit Odor late in games if you need to. Yeah, or, I mean, you know, what's going on with DJ and the tricep stuff? Like, we've just kind of casually shrugged and been like, it's whatever, but if DJ's, DJ's tricep affects him so much that he can't play third base, but he can play second base, and he's performing and it, like this at the plate, like... Is this a real injury? Yeah, but that's... then what else are we doing here? The fact that he can play second and not third, like, that seems pretty ancillary. <laughs> like, he's, he turned a double play yesterday. He's still he got to throw the ball hard. He's still got to throw the ball hard. <laughs> it's not like every play from short, every play from second is a lollipop, like, you know, underhand right. toss. Yeah, with shifts and stuff, it's not like a crazy difference. Sometimes you play, like, shortstop and if he, at second base now. And if he's like, yeah, like short hopping Rizzo, Rizzo's the best scooper in the league. Like, so I don't know. I don't know. It was bad enough that he like was kept out of the lineup two games in a row in Miami. It was against the Marlins and NL rules. He was going to get in later, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what you do with DJ. But Rizzo's good. Rizzo is good. Callow that catch yesterday was pretty cool. Um. That was cool. He's definitely, you can see it in his mannerisms. He wants to do well so badly, Um, and that catch was a part of it, so hopefully he gets going. But, yeah, man, I mean, Rizzo, yeah. I mean, you you start to understand why the Cubs beloved, he was beloved, and why he was kind of, he was the guy. Like, he was beloved over Brian. He was beloved over Baez. He was... He was the Cubs he's, guy. He's like the captain of that team. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's got the big smile when he lets it rip, and when you do it on both sides of the ball like that, there's not a ton of dudes in Major League Baseball that do that now, and Katie Sharp laid it out there, especially with the Mookie Betts reference. Goes overlooked at first because it's seen as, like, the easy defensive position, but if you're, if you're good at it, that's a big plus. Mookie Betts. Can he play baseball? Rizzo. All right. Well, we were going to do yesterday, Jake and I decided. Mm. And and I, I BBD said that you guys had this conversation, and then BBD and I had the conversation about how you really need two good months um, a season to make the playoffs. Yankees haven't had it yet, so we're looking at a good – August and September needed. Like, they need to have a winning percentage of 650 or higher in August or September. So, how many games do they play in those months? Because then let's find that winning percentage, and then let's hunt for our wins. So, we've played 105 games. So, quick math says 162 minus 105. left. Or 57. 149 minus 103. No, don't do that. What was that? 133 minus 103 is how many games they have in August. Okay. No, there's 57 <sighs> games left. But I'm trying to do it by month. I don't care about both months combined. Well, they kind of matter. Like, you know, like you're saying with the winning percentage. We I can mean, do both. We, I can, we can even start out wide and aim in a little bit. Because they need a number to hit. Like, what do we think the win column has to be to end the year? I don't know. 92, 93? We've been using the 93 number most of the year, so I guess you want to roll with that. Math pod. How do you need to look at this, Poppy? Let me help you. What I just said. They need to get 650 winning percentage in the last two months. Okay. So there's 30 games in August. So thirty games in August, they've played. So they need to win like twenty. They've played two of them. Yeah, so that it's either nineteen or twenty. <laughs> they need to play. They need to win twenty games in August. 
you need you need twenty wins to be above the six fifty number. Yes, they need a they need above six fifty winning percentage month. So that would leave twenty seven for month of September. I guess there's a couple games in the last month. And, and how many eight, wins they, do they have then now? They need 18 in the last month. So they yeah. have 56 wins on the season. Okay, so 20 wins in August. 70, what, 70, what, how many, 50, what? That would be 76. Eight, I've, I have 20 wins in August, 18 in, in September. Se- September, October combo. I think the season ends on, like, October 3rd. But What's their easier schedule? Looks like September's their easier schedule by far. Besides, at the very end, Tampa and Boston. Oh, man, I don't know. This is tough. I don't think they're going to be doing this. They got to win the next two against Baltimore. That's two wins. Okay. Then they got to win two. That gets them to three on the month. Two against Seattle, minimum. Like, they got to win three against Seattle, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like Let's to look at, at it. Minimums. I'd look at Kansas City, Seattle, seven. There's seven games there. I think you have to win, like, five. Okay. However that shakes out. And you have to win the next two against those. Baltimore. Right. Have to. So that would be seven wins. Then they go at Chicago White Sox and play them. It'd be nice to win too, but they're a good team. Field of Dreams game going on there, so that Field gets of a Dreams little... and they're they're like comfortable, so maybe it'll be easy enough to steal one. That's me being very wishful. You'd they're want to really mark that team. as a one and a half. Or how about this? The Yankees come back and they play a makeup game against the Angels. Yeah. So maybe you add that to the White Sox series and you say win two games there. I think that's fair. So two out of that four games with White yeah. Sox Angels. Yeah. I mean okay. kind of a tough month when you think about the Yankees aren't good and don't hit. It's easier if they take care of business the rest of Baltimore. Everyone's saying that it was a light month. I don't know what they're looking at now. This Baltimore series is, I think, most Four against Seattle should be hard-fought games. Hopefully they can win three. But there's not a given. The Yankees aren't better than Seattle. They're the same. They should be better. You can never demand a four-game sweep with one team. They go on the road, and it's like a weird trip because they have the, the Iowa game. So it's like a normal road trip. And then one against L.A., as soon as they get back. So that's going to be hellish. And then you're hosting Boston for three. And then you're hosting Boston for three. And I think that's a, I think there's a double header in there. Mm-hmm. So even though three you have those three games against Kansas, the Kansas City Royals, they don't have an easy stretch coming up. Four against Seattle, then three at Kansas, then three at Chicago with the, with the um, Field of Dreams. One, it's supposed to be an off day, but now it's a makeup game against the Angels, just a one-off. I mean, expect that game to feel like nothing. Expect that to be a punt game. Right before Boston, after that road trip, expect them to put out a shitty lineup on August 16th. And then a doubleheader right after that against Boston. Then another game against Boston. Then Minnesota comes to town, and that's like kind of your break, but you still need a win. 19, they don't have an off day till August 25th. Am I reading this right? Uh, after they the field of game, bef- James. Yeah. yeah. I think they're in the middle of a, is it 17 games and 17 days stretch? And I think it's, they have an off day, but then double header. So I think it becomes like 29 games in 29 days with one off day and double header. Yeah. Then they go on the road to Atlanta, Oakland, and LA. Uh, so that's a, a West Coast trip. Why were people looking at the schedule saying it was easy? I think people were looking at a homestand starting with Baltimore coming off. I think the Marlins trip got lumped in. Okay. Like when, when people were talking about that, it was Marlins, Baltimore, home series versus Seattle, and then Kansas City. So that stretch in and of itself does bode well for the Yanks. And still can. I mean, yeah. it's, this can be the only game. That <laughs> ideally, lose in that ideally, we can look back and laugh that we recorded this episode after that game, last night's loss. But I mean, nothing has been a given this year. Yeah, I mean, well, Cole's out now. I mean, right? Yeah. So it's Nestor without much prep time, <laughs> and Cole's out for his next yeah. start as well against Seattle. Mm-hmm. And you don't know Absolutely. if he comes back or what happens if he's. 
can throw bullpens on the side. He'll I don't throwing. know. Would like to think he's got the the cage in his backyard. We've seen Amy Cole catch. Yeah, luckily he's home. Not has to be not like didn't happen on the road. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They gotta they gotta really start winning. How many games left did we say, BBD? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. So they gotta go thirty-seven and twenty the rest of the way to get to ninety-three wins. It's possible. They're and they're oh, only sure. they're only two and a half out of the wild card. I mean, if they win last night's game, which you know, weird night in Baltimore, weird night against Baltimore. Jorge Lopez has a no hitter going cat on the field. We're probably peacocking a little hard and like, let's go. But that's baseball, baby. Thirty-seven and twenty. We need to get like a uh, like in major league when they peel off a piece. <laughs> We need thirty-seven. Countdown. We need thirty-seven pieces. We should make it. We should make it. Why don't we just put like thirty-seven pieces of post-it notes on the board here? Okay. Over I'm your naked body. Yeah. Maybe over a picture of uh, Kratz. Oh, let's see if he'll send us a naked pic. Tell him to send us a, a sexy it. shirtless pic. I'll tweet at him. Make it thirty-eight because Kratz numbers stuff. Oh, so okay. Fun. Might as well aim high. Yeah. Aim high. The Yankees are three games behind Oakland for the second wild card game. What's Oakland's schedule? So, yeah, I thought this was going to be a fun task. We thought it was going to be fun. Um, I don't know about that. I, it's just kind of knowing. Like, I, you know, doing some of the turkey math here. And, you know, 37 and 20, you got to... You got to run hard, and that's kind of what we've been saying for a while. Like, when we talk about, okay, so before this Marlins stretch, you know, that would have been, what, 40 and forty and 20, something like that, and that's pretty daunting. You swept the Marlins. If you do your – if you take care of work against the Orioles the next two nights, which are pretty important, and Heaney did get rocked last night. Then you've got an important four-game set at home against Seattle, which at this time of year and against this that Seattle team is important. And then you go to Kansas City, too, who the wheels are coming off there. So if you handle your business in these next, so let's see, four versus Seattle, two versus Baltimore, using a lot of fingers here, and then three versus KC, that nine games before we go to Chicago, like we need what, a seven and three? Yeah. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven and three. Yeah, that's ten games. So that probably won't work. Six and three. <laughs> <laughs> that's tricky. I Oakland, if Seattle stays somewhat in it. Oakland has their they end their season four games against Seattle, three games against Houston, three games against Seattle, three games against Houston. So I like that. But the Yankees end their season Tampa Bay and Red Sox. So they're looking at our schedule saying the same thing. Yeah. And uh who knows how we'll feel about the Yankees come then. We're either we could be saying bring it on. Cole, Sevy Kluber, <laughs> or we could be saying, <laughs> hey, Nestor and Luis Hill, <laughs> we got to win six out of the next seven games to make a plan for the one game. What, right. is, what is the rotation now? I mean, if it's Nestor today, Tyone tomorrow, then what is it in Seattle? Monty, Herman, Heaney, Nestor? So... Swapping Nestor and Cole, which is happening. Be Tyone tomorrow. It leaves Thursday. It Thursday has a nothing. Monty's lined up for Friday. And Heaney would be Saturday following up his last start. Fangraph's roster resource has projected starters. Nestor and Tyone today, tomorrow. Then Seattle, they have projected Heel, Montgomery, Heaney, Nestor. J-Mo Heal Montgomery for, for Heal's pitching City. today. You think so? 
why would they call him up? Well, he hasn't officially been called up. He said headed to the Bronx. So we we only have Instagram stuff, which maybe they just want to get him in-house. And if they call him up, A, they're running out of bodies to call up. But B, I'd, you'd like to think if Nestor goes five today, which he can, he threw 79 pitches his last outing, that they would just go to their good bullpen. Yeah, which makes me think they wouldn't call heel up. Who else do they even have to call up at this point? Uh, Florial. Flow rider. You're not going to call up a pitcher and use a roster spot until you are going to use him, really. And maybe the plan is today to use the spot on someone else, but he'll coming because he's going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. I would, I would expect probably, probably in about an hour, hour and a half, we get the Yankees PR tweet. Be cool if, uh... like, if they're just calling up. Yeah, I don't know. Be cool if Cole does one of those, like, tests negative back to back, and he can come back soon. Like would it really would? Bank but on that? That no one did that last time. Has anyone done that yet? Did Glaber do that? I think Glaber did that. Higgy and Judge couldn't because that would have thrown one of them under the bus. Did did Davey pitch recently? Do they call up heel because it doesn't count as service time because it's COVID? Like this doesn't start his clock. Whereas if they call Davey, it is against the clock because his clock has already been started. And he'd be. And I know Davey's having a bad year down. I, in the and I think and, Heel is on the forty man anyway. Yeah, he's he? on the forty. I think both Luises are. Either way, I think they're going to be called up a day and presumably sent down. I mean, I guess they might make another start in Seattle and sent down after. So either way, it's six days. Luis Hill be hasn't up, been fantastic in AAA. Five six four. ERA. It's oh, better than Davey. He had a good start against Rochester recently. Six innings pitched, zero earned runs. He threw a no hitter. He threw a no hitter. It's hot when you're hot. You're hot. Two games ago, on uh, on July 21st, followed that up with an awful start against the Mets. Did you see those? Uh... So when did he last pitch? He pitched on the 27th. Did you see the Keith Law quotes on Davey? Yes. If you if you guys are listening and you didn't see them, they were just talking about how much the Yankees have messed up Davey Garcia. So that's fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they're trying to get him a third pitch. Best, they took away his best pitch, though. <laughs> they took away his curveball. I get it. But it seems like you just need to know a lot more. Like, what if they're like, hey, let's work all year on developing a slider so next year we'll bring the curveball back into the mix and now you have three pitches. And they're just building up a slider right now. You hope so. I mean, I don't know. It's not like he was projected to be an ace anyway. He was looked at to be pretty good. Yeah, and he, like, he flashed good stuff last year. So you expect him to be like MLB level. And he hasn't pitched that way. You expect it. But he he also needed a third pitch to be a starter, and he didn't have one. Yeah. So I think – I don't think it's crazy for the Yankees to be like, hey, we should try and work on a third pitch. Yeah. I mean, he had – well, it's crazy that they got rid of his best pitch. You don't hear a lot of organizations doing that. And, like, he had a change-up around. Um, So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Davey. But, yeah, not looking great. I mean, he was – He's still very young too. So still very young. BBD and I were laughing. I was laughing. I don't. Were you? I don't think you were. I think it was when you were away. That, like all these pitchers in the Yankee systems, the scouts say their ceiling is Monty, but Yankee fans, until recently, hated Monty and clamor for these young guys when right. all their ceiling is third in the rotation. Their best case scenario. And then is when what Monty's you, been given. And then yeah. when a guy comes up and he's a third in a rotation. Yankees fans hate him and say he's awful and don't like Monty. And, but, like, all these Sheffield, Davey, all these kids, that's their, like, high projection. That's what they can and do. And best case People scenario. clamor for him. And then when, it, when they work out and reach their potential, like, Monty is reaching his potential now. He's a three in a rotation. He's pitching really, really well. 
He's making a start every start. Right. Yeah. And people aren't, like, in love with Monty. Like, they kind of are now because he's on a hot streak. Right. But being a third in rotation. He's, a, he's made a jump. Yeah. He's, he's made, made a clear well, jump. In, he's in the last pitcher. two months, he's pitching like a he's two. On a clear jump. Yeah, or like streak, a one yeah. or a two in the last two months. But Pitchers are impossible. Nobody has the sauce. I mean, that's what we try to tell people. I mean, like Severino somewhat came out of left field. He was he was not a prospect until the one year he was because you start pumping gas and you find the zone. So, who knows? Who knows? And eventually somebody comes over and says, why don't you grip it this way? And, I'll, and like, You find oh. your one pitch. And you get a career. Corbin Burns, cutter. Randy Johnson, they told him to turn his foot. Turn your foot. Uh, no, they should no tell every pitcher. Or no land one. your foot, right? Yes. Because he was throwing before he was landing, and he said, like... He was landing on him. his heel. Right. Randy Johnson was landing on his heel, which spun his toes out. This and is Randy Johnson right here. It's in that book. It's in the history of pitches. But, yeah, Randy Johnson was landing on his heel, which would turn his whole Luis heel. foot. And uh, he was throwing a bullpen in Texas, and he walked past Nolan Ryan, and Nolan Ryan just said, hey, Ken, why don't you uh, come come to the bullpen real quick? Opposing player, an opposing pitching coach. And they brought Randy aside and said, why don't you try landing on your full foot? That way you'll stay more consistent. And it clicks. It clicked. You just it need clicks. something to click. Uh, you want to try and guess tonight's lineup? Can brought to you. What's that? Read one of those first. Yeah. Tonight's mm-hmm. lineup guest is brought to you by Manscaped. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do you have a pew problem? Mm. If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code Yanks. Manscaped. Trim your pubes. 20% off plus free shipping with code Yanks at manscaped.com for a clean trinity and beyond. Your space balls will thank you. I wonder, how they're, I wonder why they're going space theme. Just felt like it. A couple guys went to space recently. It was big news. Mm. Okay, space. Hot in the streets. Lawnmower 4.0. 700 RPM motor. I don't know if that'll get you to space, but it'll get you cleaned Close. up downstairs. Close. You think I think they're still going to go DJ at leadoff? Have to assume so. Now they went Rizzo two, Judge three. Do you like that? I wonder if they make the move because the Rizzo leadoff worked in Miami, and there's got to be some nerd yelling about that. Not even nerds. We basically are. Who's pitching for the Orioles? Who's pitching for the Orioles, PBD? Uh, Wells, I think, is the last name. Alexander Wells, a lefty. Give me, what were you, you said something about him this morning. Don't even look at your computer. What were you saying? Alexander Wells? Yeah. He's having, he's a lefty. Wells? Wells. He's a lefty, and um, he's having, I think, a good year, and he's Australian. Like that. Having a good year. Australian, how about that? What's a good year mean? I don't know. I think he's having a good year. Five two eight ERA. Great year. Okay. Um. No, this is going to be his fifth. S- no, it's going to be his third start professionally. Where was this dude? He was from Australia. Should we ask Moylan? Yeah. Call Moylan up. Get the scouting report on Wells. I'm getting the tweet out to Kratz one second. You're tweeting at Kratz that we need a sexy shirtless picture of him. And then we're going to talk about Alexander Wells, the lefty, has not faced the Yankees yet this season. He's pitched in four games, given up 
He started two. He started one against Tampa and one against Detroit. He also faced Houston in relief. He did not fare well there. And then his first ever professional outing was pretty good. So most teams would probably read all of that and say, hey, not bad. We got a rookie who's on the rocks. Mm. I read that and say, oh, shit, the Yankees aren't going to have an approach. And this is going to be bad. what's coming. And they're going to do poorly. Stat that exists but doesn't matter. Hasn't gotten a pitch in Baltimore yet. Tonight will be his fifth game. Just diving into some synchronized swimming. What do you got? Peter, you're live on Talking Yanks. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm watching synchronized swimming. Uh, Perfect. We have a question for you on synchronized swimming. So this worked out. Okay. Good. Um... No, we had a question about uh, Alexander Wells, young Australian. Yeah, the, the Baltimore Oriole. Yeah, you, you know anything about him? We're, we're facing him tonight. I know his brother better. His brother, Lachlan, has not made the big leagues yet, but he is with the Twins uh, organization. Um, but both, both brothers are the next thing to come out of Australia that's going to that's gonna make an impact. Okay. Lachlan? Yeah. How do you they, spell uh, that? Two Australian twins, both left-handed pitchers, both studs. They're twins. Well, uh, he's obviously—I think he's a twenty-two, maybe. Uh, Twin yeah, lefties. Um, We're fucked. That's witchcraft. What, what specifically do you, you trying to give? Do you want, you want a scouting report? You need me to fire some shit off the judge and let him know what's coming, or just uh, I, we don't really know, but uh, no. you freaked us out. A, the fact he's a twin. Hmm. B, the fact you don't have a scouting report. Now we've got nope. nothing. Did I just get hung up on? No, no. Oh. Just thinking of you. How's the okay. synchronized swimming? My wife has changed the channel, so my kids <laughs> at school, we don't know what to do with ourselves. You know, we've been at, she was homeschooled all last year, so now she's at school. We're just kind of staring at each other like, what do we do? I got an idea. Uh, I'm about to try that. Actually, you ready, babe? Head upstairs? Yeah, okay. See ya. All right, good luck, Peter. Good talking to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a full Alexander Wells counter report. So tell me No, it's fucked up. Yeah. Lefty twin from Australia. The Yanks are fucked. So now Chad is all mixed emotions. Well, because Chad's twin brother is also a pitcher. Twins root for twins. Oh, Chad, Chad feels inferior because his other half... Isn't also a professional pitcher. So you think he's intimidated by their twinness? No, I think I think it's it's kind of a situation where Chad's like, that's weird, right? Like at least me and my twin brother live Pr- separate lives, pursue different right. careers. Yeah, you know. His brother's also a lefty. I forget if Peter said that. Yeah, two lefty twins from Australia. Yeah, I don't like that. No. Hmm. Uh, he throws a fastball uh, in his four games so far. Fastball, slider, curveball. Looks like to righties. He does throw the curve and the change to lefties. He's a true two-pitch pitcher, just the fastball and the slider. Um, all right, so how do they make the lineup now with a lefty on the mound? Does that change anything, hmm. do you think? I think that DJ is going to lead. I think they're still going to go balanced because I don't think this guy is long for the game anyway. Yankees are 18 and 18 versus left-handed starting pitchers this year. So this is a pivot point. <sighs> Everything's turning up shit. Did you see their day and night record? Yeah, they're awful during the day. It's a rest thing. Yankees. They played last night, so they just punt the day. Played. Do better. DJ LeMahieu, Rizzo, um, Judge, Gallo, Stanton. Odor. Uh, let's go instead of let's go Gary after Stanton and then Glaber and then Odor. If you can righty stack with a lefty starter. And you can you can start Wade at third versus the lefty. Because I think they so they, they think that's a wash. Cancel so each no other out. Odor. So then no Odor. No Odor for me. Uh, Wait, yeah. it's their lefty. So specialist. Greg Allen versus the lefty in I center. I think Greg the leg, yeah. So Greg Allen in center field, Wade at third base, Glaber at short, Gary catching, or is Higgy going to catch? Because he was ready to catch anyway. Because it was Cole. That's what, well, that was uh, the other thing that's going to bring up because Cole would have started. Oh wow! Started. Wow. 
Wow. Gary was probably told he was going to have a day off. Gallo in center, Judge in right, Stanton in left, mm. Higgy catching, Gary DHing. I think tonight's night they break that out. Righty stack. Maybe you do Judge in center, Gallo in left, Stanton in right. Yeah, you could do that. Sure. Cover, cover Earth a little easier. Stanton looks like a normal outfielder. He looks like he's played outfield just about every Imagine day of his life until last that. So what if they do that? Then it would be DJ LeMayu leading off, Rizzo batting second, Judge. It'd be the same, right? Judge Gallo, Stanton, Gary, Glaber. Do you have Gary catching? No. DHing. DHing. So otherwise, Higgy otherwise, playing. otherwise, yeah. Gotcha. Wade Higgy. So there's a Higgy Greg Allen debate tonight. Love that. They're probably not even going to do that, though. Bat Rizzo leadoff. DJ needs to get out of there. Love him. Absolutely. Where love would him. you put him then? Six? Ooh, so that's fun. Okay, so let's say the Yankees cave and tonight's the night. They're not going to drop him too far. If they drop him, they're going to drop him to fifth. No, I think the vaunted six hole this year. Which might be our way of escaping the black hole six hole this year. So you would go Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton. Then you'd go DJ there. That's what they'd do. Glaber, DJ. I think they'd put DJ sixth, fifth if they don't go Gary, first. DJ. Because fifth is still like in I the heart it, of the lineup. It's still in the heart of the lineup, and he gives a different... It hasn't been good results, but it does give a different look in an at-bat than t- between Stanton and Gary. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'd be open to that. That would be Rizzo first, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, DJ fifth, Gary six, Glaber seven, Wade eight, Higgy nine. Mm. Not going to do that. Not going to do that. Not going to do that at all. What do I guess it's going to be? I guess it's going to be... <laughs> Same as yesterday, but Greg Allen in in center field rather than Gardner. Do you think it's going to still be Higgy, who presumably is ready to start today? No, I think it. I, my my honest guess is DJ Rizzo, Judge back in right field, Gallo left field, Stanton back at DH, Odor third base, um, Gary catching. And you could switch Odor and Gary because you have the lefty pitching. Glaber and then Greg Allen nine instead of Gardy. That would be my like honest guess. I think it's kind of boring, but sometimes that's what comes to fruition. I think I think with a lefty pitching that neutralizes. What's Odor doing against lefties? Because you can, if you ever. get the better defense at third, you might go Wade over Odor today with a lefty pitching. I think they Wade. And then when they, then when they bring in their righty reliever, then, then you can bring Rugi in. Yeah. Odor splits versus lefty pitchers. He's better. And that's obvious. He's got a 978 OPS mm. versus left-handed pitchers. So Odor is probably going to play. He's got a 631 against righties. He crush, he's been crushing lefties. Odor's been crushing lefties all season. Keeps that, keeps that elbow in. Yeah. That's what Pauly likes. And, dude, if they go Odor versus this dude who's just a two-pitch <laughs> pitcher to lefties, I kind of love all the lefties tonight. It's a home run. It's a home run. So. And Gallo's got reverse splits. It's a lefty fest today versus the Austin. It's a lefty Aussie. fest today. Rizzo hits Rizzo's. lefties better. Yeah. Contact wise, I believe. All right. Or at least Damn. huge. Yeah. I hope Moreland's having fun. Ruggie has Me the too. same number of homers against lefties as righties this year in a hundred and five fewer plate appearances. Tilt against lefties. Pretty funny how the Rays are so much better with 200 million less. I mean, it's kind of a new narrative. The Rays aren't so much better. They went five games last year in the series, and the Rays won. This season, regular season, their record's better, but the Rays... They also had a really bad Yankees' regular season record was much better in 2019 and 2018. So 
this new narrative that the Rays are so much better than the Yankees isn't like in recent years, like isn't that much true. Better if not just as good with a fourth of the payroll or whatever it is. Yeah, which is impressive. I've never take that away from the Rays. But people acting like the Rays are like a dynasty and the Yankees are not like in 10 years from now, we look back at this five-year stretch, and you're going to say, oh, yeah, both those teams are similar. Depends what the Neither Rays do this year. Won. If the Rays go to the World Series, that would be back-to-back World Series trips. Like, yeah, but right now. As of right now. From 18 to 20, it's the same shit. both so far the team that hasn't been able to they do it. They went to the dance, and the Yankees haven't. Yeah, but the Yankees went to the CS twice, um, twice and they didn't, so... Astros. Fuck cares about second place. All right. I think that's the episode. The Rays are very, very good at building winners with less payroll. I'm not trying to take that away. I believe in them. I'm just saying. I think people act like they have won something before. They haven't. Neither have the Yankees recently. This group. We'll be back for the pregame show later today once the lineups are out. Don't even know who the starting pitcher is. We're guessing Nestor, guessing Nestor to heal, but no idea. Go Yanks, tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>